All right, so welcome to the very first episode of the PM podcast. I am your host, Peyton, and I'm joined here by who? Bobby Baker. All right, so uh, just to tell you guys a little bit about what this podcast can be about before we start. We're going to be discussing sports topics and really just every and things going on around the world or even in our home city of Las Vegas. We'll just be discussing uh, all the news and sports and things like that. Um, so, all right, Bobby, you ready? Let's just jump right into it. All right, sounds great. All right. Cool. So, um, so first we want to discuss, you know, just the uh, the overall, like, effects uh, this virus has had on the sports. So, um just this, the sports industry itself has lost, you know, millions of dollars um, by sports not being able to be played because fans can't come watch the games. Um, I think that's a huge deal. Um, Bobby, what do you think on that? Well, um, honestly, how I think about it, uh, I think, you know, it is going to be a huge problem for management because uh, without fans, they aren't able to pay the salaries of uh, staff and they have to cut back on workers at their stadiums. But also, I think what is really going to be a, uh, a problem is some players, you know, uh, aren't really open to playing without fans, which ends up being a problem um, for management in a sense. So, um, you know, the NBA, NFL, you know, all these uh, sports uh, have been looking at it, trying to, you know, make uh, accommodations like, Let's talk about the MMA. Uh, they are still scheduling and doing fights um, without fans. And, you know, having that done in uh, the state of, I believe it is Florida, because it is allowed. Um, but, I mean, you know, honestly, the, the virus has had a really big impact on sports and on how we look at it as of today. So that's, that's really – Yeah, absolutely. Um, honestly um... – with uh, the bas- pretty much all seasons being canceled or postponed, um, I mean, we're he- heading towards more to the end of this virus of getting past it. And uh, honestly, with the uh, government and local governments uh, looking to op- open up everything else, um, I think that'll uh, begin to resume like play for most of the sports like the NBA has already held meetings over the past two weeks to uh, resume play and the players need to have a a majority vote in order to play but like you said Bobby like most players don't want to play without fans like that sucks like it's boring yeah trust me I get it like yeah and I mean the NFL draft like and then if you look at the NFL draft like the NFL draft was held what um over basically a giant zoom call and uh basically teams had to send in their their uh picks through the call and then uh roger goodell would obviously announce the picks um through the video chat and honestly i loved how they did they set up the nfl draft i thought they did a great job um for honestly you know the circumstances going on right now um i mean you got to do the best you can with uh what we got well but uh, i do want to say well to backtrack on going on to the NBA and the Players Association, which is uh, the the president of the Players Association is Chris Paul. Uh, Chris Paul yeah. has been, you know, trying to hold me – well, not trying, but he has been holding me, uh, meetings with other players and uh, other officials in the NBA, you know, talking about this because, you know, 
Um, when it comes to sports uh, in the NBA, players have a little bit more of a voice when it comes to management and, you know, how things are ran. But the NFL is completely different. Um, the NFL, yeah, they uh, did the draft over the Zoom call, uh, you know, did the picks, all that jazz, which honestly, I mean, was uh, executed pretty well. Uh, but I think the, the bigger aspect is how is it going to really affect everything? Because the NBA, um, the players are, like I said, some players are really lenient uh, and aren't really laxed on, you know, playing without fans, but at the same time, we also have teams like the Lakers opening up their practice facility uh, just recently, actually. Um, and, you know, other teams opening up their facilities. So right. I, uh, I think the biggest issue, which this is, this is just for me, um, I think the biggest issue is going to be uh, everything opening back up without the virus or, you know, a vaccine being completed which will then, you know, as they say, uh, the virus is, can be dormant and, you know, the, the signs cannot you know, show and, you know, generally for some people. And so my take on this is I feel like they're going to open up everything and I feel like there's going to be a second wave because um, people are going to go out. Some people might not know that they uh, have it uh, because it hasn't affected them that much. Right, yeah. And it's going to spread. So I think um, – I personally believe that they are rushing too, too fast to open everything up. But, you know, that's that's just, a, you know, my opinion. So Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's definitely, uh, I think, probably the main issue at hand, like with uh, uh, these different uh, these different leagues uh, to be able to open up everything. I mean, obviously, I'm a – I mean, I'm like most people, like, I'm freaking excited for, you know, the NBA season to uh, resume and then the NFL season to kick off. I mean, at this point, it looks like the NFL season is going to resume, like, gonna or it's going to start on time. Now, the NBA season right now, um, it's pretty unsure, like, of what's going to happen. I mean, uh, most people already have their projections on who's going to win that, but... Yeah, I think uh, the main issue is definitely uh, that there'd be a second wave that... Uh, that this virus could get worse. Um, I mean, me, honestly, I I think that uh, that I mean, honestly, and if we're taking it into context and we're looking like at the bigger picture, like the flu virus itself is a bit has been a bigger virus than the coronavirus. But I mean, you don't really see that getting much attention. Well, um, I mean, if you, you have to take into account that you know there are a lot of flu, well flu-like symptoms there are a lot of sicknesses and diseases and all oh, yeah yeah that you can get but um what people are not really understanding is the coronavirus is just a harsher strain of the flu um oh, yeah. so once you take that into account um and then if you really want to you know get and dive deep into it and we're talking about how you know flu shots have been making people sick, um, you know, uh, all these uh, shots that they want us to take are actually making people sick. Uh, so people are not even deciding to vaccine their children and all that stuff. But that's a completely different topic. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's not go that my, way. But uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's a bigger problem. 
which I can uh, see ending. I still don't, but like, it's, it's a risk. Um, like I said, some people have been getting sick off of flu shots, um, all these other shots. And so it's really on the fact that, is it safe? Like nowadays we, it's a toss up. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah, that's a big thing. Like they're they're doing so many tests right now, and honestly, to find a to find a uh, vaccine for something like the flu, I mean, because like everyone knows that as a virus you can't cure it, so they're coming up with vaccines. But usually, a vaccine takes years and years to uh, really get together and complete in order to distribute to people. And honestly, they're speeding up the process quite a bit. Uh, but that's a big uh, concern. Is just the health and safety of that to uh, make sure like it's actually effective, but it's also not going to cause like uh, bad effects on people and maybe like even like effects on like maybe women with pregnancy, things like that. But uh, I mean, who would have thought that a freaking bat would cause this fucking what? virus? Like, what? I mean, ridiculous. Like, I want to say this. I just want to say this. I don't want to sound rude or anything, but like, let's be real. Why the hell are people eating exotic animals? That's the real question. <laughs> I understand. I understand. There's a market for that, but like, what the hell? Like, not once have I looked at like a monkey or something and just thought, you know what? That looks del- delicious. I would love to try that. Hell no. That that makes no sense. Like, Man, I, I mean, whatever. I mean, I guess. Uh, I mean, different cultures. I mean, have their have their own thing. I, but uh <laughs> like that it's 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 just appalling i understand yeah, are you know yeah have, you know takes on things but that's just i don't know that's just from my perspective yeah but uh yeah so right now it looks like the nfl is gonna resume on time or it's gonna actually uh start on time and then mm. the, the nfl the end of nba season is not sure on when it's gonna resume mm-hmm. um Bobby, you saw the draft. I mean, you saw how stacked that draft class was. I mean, like, what do you? What are your thoughts going into this year for the NFL? Like, what are you expecting? Like, teams to be good. Like, who are you expecting to like downfall? Like, what are you expecting? I'm gonna I'm give you my top three. I'm gonna give you my top three. Okay. Okay. Top three on teams right now. Going in number one. Sounds cheesy, but I'm telling you, people were sleeping on. Uh, no, people. People aren't even sleeping on them. The Buccaneers, they okay, overpowered all okay. in the league. It well, actually, let's wait on that because you know seeing the players over there is one thing, but what really matters is how they play. Yeah, it's how they, they play together. Yeah, so we do know that they have two potential top one, like number one wide receivers in the league. They have oh, all of fame. I did. Yeah, with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, oh, man. That's a monster duo. Mm-hmm. Definitely. TB12, I mean, it's it's looking great. Uh, Second, a team that is, you know, definitely, definitely uh, going to be a threat, uh, the Chiefs. Uh, oh, uh, the Chiefs. Up, picked I mean, up uh, a top running back in um in college, actually. What was his name? Um. For who? For who? Who do you think? The Chiefs. For the Chiefs? Pat Mahomes? No, they uh, they drafted a running back. 
Oh, you're talking about uh, Clyde Edwards. Uh, yeah. Blair. Yeah, from uh, LSU. Oh, that dude yeah. balled yeah. out in the championship game. The and that's all the was a running back. Oh, yeah. I mean, shoot. I'll tell you what. Damian Williams really got the job done last year. Though. He did get like, the job. That dude went off for him being an undrafted, like, player. Like, he did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Like, phenomenal job. I mean. But, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd say Chiefs, obviously, number one. I mean, for starters, they haven't really lost anyone. They don't – They I mean, they lost uh, – who did they lose? Uh, Kendall Fuller. And then that's pretty much it. But, I mean, the thing is, if you look at Chardavius Ward, their other corner, I mean, he was a rookie last year. He had a he had a really good season for yeah, a rookie yeah. year. So, Get he's going to be really good. Um, now, the thing with the Bucks is the Bucks have a good roster. And, honestly, that one thing they're missing is just – a quarterback and their defense is pretty young, so I think they'll be good like for a yeah. while. Um, but honestly, the Bucks is just like kind of a wait and see type thing. Like you really just got to see if they're gonna gel and actually play well together. And um, for my for my third team, and I think I think you know people people might be like, okay, I can understand that. Uh, we're gonna put. I'm not gonna put the 49ers. 49ers is what. Nice. 49ers is in fourth place. In third place, okay. I'm putting Lamar Jackson's Ravens because they okay. have the number one running back in my eyes in the draft, which was a steal. Who, J.K. Dobbins? Steal, J.K. Dobbins. Okay, okay, I like that. Honestly, you know who I actually really loved was uh, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Dude. I mean, dude, the dude rushed for 2,000 yards in college, like, in one year. Like, he had over 20 touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. Like, that's, like, unheard of. Like, that man was a monster. But uh, he – where did he go? He went to the Colts. That was a good draft pick by him. Yeah, and the, the Colts, this, so. have a pretty uh, set offensive line. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. I want to say, I, I really – because I think the big thing that we really want to talk about are sleepers. Easily, easily the number one sleeper. <laughs> hey, if it ain't the Denver Broncos, don't talk to me. Uh, yeah, you and your Broncos. Okay, look, like, okay. Most people know I'm a huge Broncos fan. That's mm-hmm. like, that's like a given. I mean, people who know me. But, uh, I mean, I... You know, I lived in Den- like I lived outside of Denver, and uh, my family just grew up a Broncos fan. But the Broncos, dude, we had a crazy draft. I mean, I'm not saying this to be biased, but I truly think the Broncos will make the playoffs and can honestly be a dark horse for the the Super Bowl. I, I could, I could really, I could really see that. I wouldn't necessarily throw out the Super Bowl, but I could see them making wild card. Personally, Wild card? I don't know about that. Personally, like, I mean, you got to look at the division that they're in. Okay, okay, but look, who do we have? Okay, you can automatically throw out the window the Raiders and the Oh, Chargers. no, I mean, you cannot throw the No, you... come on. Who? Who? A Derek Carr quarterback? Come on. Let me tell you the Raiders are my number Let me tell you why the Raiders are my number one sleeper. Think about it. They have a young Josh Jacobs coming off of an outstanding year. Yeah, Derek Carr, he's having problems. Yeah, we're not worried about him. They drafted okay. Henry Woods. Dude, which I would. A I lot was, of people are going to okay, say I was he mad when they drafted Woods because what? I mean the man, the man runs a four two eight forty. I mean that's 
Okay, blazing speed. He's put. He's projected to be another. Yeah, but uh, and then I wanted uh, the Broncos to get him. Yeah, but we're only looking at speed. Oh, people yeah. are only looking at his speed. You have to look at his athleticism. He can go up and oh, get yeah. it with some of the best corners in college. No, no, up. that's a strong. Comparison. He's like an OBJ. He's yeah, he is. No. That is that is a perfect comparison. I think, I going, think what he young was more resembled to was John Ross in college. But the problem with John Ross was is when he was drafted, he just couldn't stay healthy. And it, it's just him being able to stay healthy. I mean, the man broke the 40-yard uh, dash time record with a 4-2-2. I mean, in Washington, he was a monster on deep balls. Well, well pause, pause. On that, yes, he broke the record, but you have to look at it. If you go into detail and if you actually looked into it, he used a certain type of Whoa, cleats. Whoa, is this a theory? That made him faster. Yep. Okay. It's not a theory. It's a fact because Under Armour, Under Armour had specifically said the next person to beat the 40-yard dash record Oh, yeah, I see. We will that. buy you okay, private yeah, island. Yeah, remember, we will give you a private island. When he broke the record. Went in, beat the 40. Yep, he beat the 40, and they had checked his cleats, and he had on a certain type of cleats that made him faster. Hey. It's a theory. Hey. It's a theory, hey, but, you know, hey, I went island, in though? and checked on the news. Why, bro? I would have been so hot. No, he did not, it. because. Yeah, I'd take an island any day. Unarmor has said. Yeah, but me personally, I feel like the Raiders are are sleeper. I feel like the Raiders are the, the Raiders most. I don't like know. the number one sleeper. I'm putting the Broncos at second. Like if you think about it, second. Like, I'm putting the Raiders at, the Raiders at number Raiders one. Raiders pick what? Rugs first round with the what eleventh pick. Um. Let's see. Let's look at the Raiders draft yep. class here. Um, they honestly, the Raiders didn't have a bad like. Okay, so look, the Raiders had two first round picks. They took Henry Ruggs from Alabama, and then they took Darman Arnett from the Ohio State. He was a great corner, but the other their other picks were pretty great questionable. Corner. I thought. I mean, they took the dude from Kentucky, the running back receiver, and then they took Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards is supposed to be good. But, I mean, we'll see how that's going to be. Um, but, like, the thing is, is, honestly, I think in general, John Gruden's a very questionable coach. I mean, yeah, he won in Tampa Bay. But the thing is, he's with an entirely different organization and an entirely new set of players and different schemes. I mean, so I don't know if it's him as a coach or just the team not being able to play well as a whole. Well, you have to you have to look at the quarterback that they have at hand, which I personally believe oh, yeah. that they like, honestly, put the too thing is much their faith car, in their car. Entirely his fault. I think they, much did, they just needed to surround him with weapons. Like, like okay, they picked Henry Ruggs. Now they have Tyrell Williams. He's he's a decent and, starter. They have oh they have a running back now. Um, yeah, Tyrell. Oh yeah, Josh Jacobs. They do have an old line. They do have one. Not it was a. Last time I checked, uh, they had a okay. top 10 yeah, offensive line last season. But, like, the thing is, the Raiders, I'm not going to say are a sleeper or anything yet because I just don't know. Like, okay, 
Give me until preseason, and I'll and I'll give you an answer on that one. But you see, okay, the thing is with the Broncos, we like they yeah. have more of a complete team now. Like the thing is with the Broncos, we were they were lacking a offensive line. Everyone knows that their offensive line was atrocious the last two years. And um, Drew, they finally got a quarterback. Drew Locke is, I would say, a pretty good starter, and honestly, he might be a dark horse for MVP this next season. And they have they drafted they drafted Noah Fant last year. This year they drafted Jerry Judy from Alabama. He's probably the most complete receiver in the draft besides CD Lamb. He was probably at their position in the draft, he was probably the best receiver to be taken available. I mean, some may see C D Lamb was better, but in my opinion, like I would say Jerry Judy is more a complete receiver and he's a polished route runner. Like his route running is nasty. Like I'm, one thing I do have to say, and okay. I, I don't want to rain on your parade because you are a Broncos fan. I would put Locke in the okay. MVP conversation. No dark horse. I'm sorry, but the, the amount of caliber that is in the okay. league, yeah. we have Russell Wilson still dominating. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. I'll tell you what. Saquon. Hey, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, Saquon this year. goes over. Oh, man. Saquon injury-free and McCaffrey coming off of an almost MVP season. And him being, what, 24? He's 24, right? And the Giants drafted two. Uh, I want to say, yeah, Saquon is 23-24. I think. Or maybe a a year. A year, year, okay. No. He came out a year. Here's why I think Drew Locke will be a Dark Horse MVP. He has the weapons now. He has Phil Lindsay. The Broncos signed a two-year, $8 million contract with Melvin Gordon, and we know he's a proven running back. He's a good running back. The problem with him is is just he sat out that year. Yeah. That He sat out most of the year he's last injured. year, and that was a problem with him was more he's... mainly just his, like, his demeanor, his attitude. But I know he's a good running back. That's I, I He's a proven running back. And now that we have – KJ Hamler, we drafted second round, and we have Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton, our starting three, with Noah Fant running a four four nine as a tight end. Like our the their defense or their offense is going to be deadly. Like we have they have speed. Like, but the reason why, the thing is with the Chargers. Why I don't think they're going to be a problem at all for anyone this year is, I mean, look, they have Tannehill gone. They spent, what, over $30 million on Austin Eckler. I thought that was good, but I don't think he was deserving of that much money. Listen, I think the biggest, you know, front that the NFL has put up because the Chargers, they did okay. sign – and pick up Tyrod. Tyrod Tyrod's a good quarterback. People I, I like Tyrod, have been but I don't think he's a franchise quarterback. He'll, um, he'll still get them to know. the playoffs. Honestly, it kind of just depends you on have what their to, defense does. You have this to, year, I feel like. What? And Chris Harris. Casey Hayward Jr. Desmond. Yeah. And so, I mean, Harris, the thing is, they still have Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. Probably Man. the edge of his prime. I mean, he's probably primed out. 
if we look at it. But he, I mean, he's still a good veteran pickup, like for that second, for that young secondary. Oh yeah. I'm I'm not sleeping on the Chargers. That's that's one that's one team that I know is going to be. I don't know. I tell you what, the AFC West is probably one of the most competitive divisions besides the NFC. Um, the NFC division with the Saints, Falcons, um, um, Buccaneers, and what the Panthers. The Panthers are going to be. I don't know. They. I I don't think they're going to be that good this year. That's just me. But. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of people, I feel like, players that, like, could really step up this year. So, I guess it's really just a kind of wait-and-see type thing. But, yeah. But moving on. That's true. Um, so, so, the NFL announced that they would be, obviously, starting on time. Um, but, like, the biggest worry about uh, training camp is when they would start with that. Um, I don't blame them. Um, the NBA, mm-hmm. do you think they will resume their season or do you think that we will have to wait till next year? What do you think? Uh, for the health of the players and for safety reasons, they shouldn't resume it till next year. Um, but you know, that's probably not going to happen. Um, what they're probably going to do, they might resume the season. A lot of people are speculating that they are going to jump to the playoffs, which I doubt it because they still had, I want to say, about like 20 to 30 more games left. So that those 20 to 30 games could literally change up the whole playoff yeah, picture. that's true. And you have to realize coming off of this big hiatus of just, you know, training and being able to rest – we're going to see stars and superstars at the peak of the performance. We're going to get them completely rested up. And it is honestly, if they did start the playoffs, it would probably be the best okay. playoffs that we have seen yeah. in years. Let me say this. Just Let me for say the this. fact that if they everyone do is rested, start the playoffs, but and they jump right to playoffs, this will be well, this will be the best playoffs we have ever seen, I think. And honestly. With honestly, I don't even think rest is the issue. Like, shoot, they've had rest. I mean, this whole time not being able to play and stuff, they've had the rest. I mean, play their players, the players are ready to go. I mean, they've said it. But do I think they should jump straight to playoffs? Oh, I don't know. But I think the problem with that is the problem with them not jumping straight to playoffs is just timing wise on when the season or like when the NBA finals would happen and when the whole season in playoffs would end and them coming into conflict with the next season and also like with other sports as well. Um, so I guess to me, it's more, it's really a coin toss. Like, do I want them to resume the season? Yes, of course I do. Cause as a fan, like, of course I want them to resume the season. The same, same with everyone else, but do I think they will? I don't know. Like, that's kind of hard to tell. I mean, it kind of just depends on if everything continues to keep opening up as planned. But I don't know. What do you think? Uh, like I said, I think it would be a smarter, uh, you know, choice to wait till 
next year to start it back up or wait till later this year. Um, but I mean, the players, uh, you know, all the GMs, owners, and you know, uh, management, uh, upper management, and the commissioners, you know, they are trying to take the best courses of action. But I think really the main problem, and if they do end up rushing the start, is because owners, and I, I, I hate to. Well, actually, no. I'm gonna be blunt with this. Oh yeah, absolutely. Owners I mean, really only care about, about it, making at the money. The day, at the end of the day, like only these sports organizations, it's it's a business. I mean, at the end of the day, they're trying to make money, and that's the goal of mine. I mean, and you know who really gets screwed at the end of the day is yep. the players. I mean, if you think about it, like players nowadays, like more players are more guaranteed money and stuff like that. But it's more after the sport when they're retired is when they really get screwed over because, okay, what about their health? Like, how is their health going to be once these players retire? Are they guaranteed, you know, insurance? Are they guaranteed help with anything they need health-wise? No, they're not. Like, they have that money to fall back on what they made. But most players don't save. Everyone knows that. They spend. Which a lot of early retirements. I mean, Go. For example, for example, a couple years ago, we had a Calvin Johnson in his prime. Calvin Johnson was 29, 29 or 30 when he retired. And so we're looking at that. We're like, okay, why did he retire? Because his body was getting bruised up and he wanted to be able to walk so he can actually be able to spend time with his family. All right. Reasonable. Luke Keekly retired. Oh yeah. Too many head, his, uh, too many his concussions, you know. His head he's had wasn't... over ten concussions in his NFL career. That's borderline mm-hmm. causing CTE. Now CTE is a whole other Deadly. issue that we're not gonna talk about because it's a lot of people question it. But and then look at Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis was twenty nine years old, coming off of a Pro Bowl season. And this was shocking to me at the time. He, what, he uh, retired in, what, 2012 after the uh, Super Bowl run? They lost to the Ravens, right? Now, tell me that didn't surprise you when he retired. Uh, I could see linebackers. Nowadays, are more common to retire and I don't blame it. I mean, they're the ones taking yes. the most hard hits, I, like delivering the most hard hits too. I feel like, besides maybe a safety, of course. But uh, I mean, like it sucks. Like that these players at 29 years old are having to retire because of the health concerns they've had throughout their career and the effects that they're probably going to be feeling after. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing is, is the NBA, yeah, like at the end of the day, the players get screwed in any and honestly, in any league, they players get screwed. But in the NBA, I feel like players have a lot more of a say and the NFL is starting to get like that, too, with the NFLPA with uh, I think it's Lorenzo Alexander running that as he was uh, outside linebacker for the Bills. Um. But 
the NBA, the players yep. have a lot more of a say now than they used to. And, I mean, if you look at it, people like Chris Paul, LeBron James, I mean, they're huge idols for people. And people look up to them and, and really listen to what they say. And if you can get that, you're already set up. So, it's, honestly, true. this is just a kind of just wait and see situation for when everything's really just going to resume and when everything's going to start. But, I mean, uh, I think we'll carry this on to, honestly, the next episode and just, uh, honestly, just wait some news coming out, seeing what's going to go on. Um, But I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Um, Mm -hmm. We appreciate you guys tuning in to the first episode of the PNB Podcast with uh, me, Peyton, and Bobby. Um, Make sure to tune in every Monday and Friday. We're going to try to upload around 12 12 o'clock p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, of course. And just be sure to tune in and uh, look up for updates for when we're going to publish it. Anything else, Bobby? You got anything to say? Um, Everyone, you know, make sure to be safe if you are going to, you know, be one of the weary few that go out, (laughs) at least have a mask on you. Um, And, uh, you know, be safe. Think about others. That's the most important thing that you can do during this time. You know, think about others and, you know, really, really uh, think before you do. And uh, other than that, I hope everyone has a wonderful week. And, um, yeah, that's all I got to say. So cool. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, Tune in. Uh, your, uh, co-host, Bobby Baker. Thank you.